Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us here and starting the weekend with us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville. Or at Brupolo, uh over in Tupelo, it would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Lackey. Well, it would be a little weird. Mm. Wouldn't know what to do with that. So I'm just saying. Because uh, the things at Brupolo are not lacking. Oh, no. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, wherever you are in our great state, you want to enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning, it's a click away. Strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. That's the website. Everything you can buy uh, in the uh, in the store as far as, uh, you know, coffee to brew at home. They've got it right there on the website. It makes a great gift this holiday season. And, of course, every purchase goes towards supporting the Bulldog Initiative. And speaking of the Bulldog Initiative, uh, PIP Printing over in Ridgeland. Guys, if you own a business, you know how important your printing services are. To, the, to what you're doing. They are the, the they are your lifeline to your customers. Uh, they, they are what puts your, your message out there. So when you want incredible-looking graphics with great quality customer service, you're going to call PIP Printing. But more importantly than that, when you want to support the Bulldog Initiative, through money you're already spending, I, look, we get it with the Bulldog Initiative. It's, it's an extra expense for almost everybody who's a supporter of it. But if you can put this into an expense you're already paying, well, then what's, what's, what, what, how can you go wrong? If you're using printing right now, call Pip Printing, call Camden Baker at 601-499-5216 and tell them that you heard about it here on Thunder and Lightning. Tell, tell them you heard about the Bulldog Initiative and they'll donate right back to the Bulldog Initiative from your sales. So that money that you're already paying out, some of that's going to go back, find its way back to the Bulldog Initiative. That's a great deal for you and for Mississippi State. So call Camden Baker at Pip Printing in Ridgeland, 601-499-5216. College Corner and collegecornershore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. It, it's probably a little late for shipping. We won't we won't be we'll be honest with you. But if you can make it to one of their two locations in the Jackson area, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet or Flowood by the Half Shell, you're going to find the biggest and best selection of Mississippi State gear in Central Mississippi. They've got everything you're looking for. They've got all the new logos that you want to get. What you can get the interlocking there for, for now while it's still available. Do it now while you still can. Get a great gift for the Bulldogs and your family this week this weekend at College Corner. Today is the day for restaurant talk. I couldn't be happier. Almost the hard day. work has finally paid off. All Correct. The, all the sweat 
that I put into researching those games and and studying trends and analytics to get that victory over you finally is going to pay off with a delicious meal tonight at Restaurant Tyler. But here's the thing. You don't have to go through a 13-week-long pick'em to eat at Restaurant Tyler. You can just go and go enjoy a great meal there tonight. You don't need a special occasion. The dinner at Restaurant Tyler is the special occasion. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They're here to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the one nearest you. Start a relationship with a local community bank that is going to benefit you for years to come. Banking locally, it's just like eating locally, shopping locally. It's important as we build up our towns and cities here in the state of Mississippi. 16 locations in central Mississippi means one is near you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Hey, Ronnie. Hey. We're we're in that time of the year now where it's like, I just don't want to work. Like I feel like every day is like, when it's Christmas, when can we take off? I'm at that. I'm at that point now. What about you? Are you are you kind of there? I kind of want a vacation. I hear you. Be honest you with you. In a few weeks. Well, not really. Kind of. I mean, I'll get one from the show. Yeah, that's why I still got to work. That's all I really worry about with you. You know, if you have other jobs, you have other things you're doing. That's that's not my concern. This is not to me like a ton of work. No, it isn't. It will like get me one. just talking. It isn't to me either. Just, just kind of is what it is. I always, always think about like you know the old Papa John's days. Like, man, I worked like sixty hours a week all the time. Now I work like yeah, that, twenty. But that that stuff is that stuff kind of sucks. Those kind of jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just want to tell you, it could it could be much worse. Yeah. All right. Uh, where to start today? Let's let's start with a let's start with a giveaway. Let's talk some basketball to start things off. We'll start with our giveaway. I got two tickets to Mississippi State, North Texas, this Sunday uh, in the Cadence Bank Center. i got to keep up with all these new names. Um, this Sunday in Tupelo. What time is tip-off? 3 o'clock. I'll give them away. All you got to do is, uh, if you got if you follow me on Twitter, I'm trying to think, what, what, what do I want to do here? You want to maybe ask a trivia question? Don't want to do that, or just want to like you know. Don't I? Do I want to get some people to send me pictures that will make me happy, like pictures of your favorite MSU memorabilia or, or whatever? What do you think? Do I want to go trivia, or do I want to go, you know, challenge kind of thing? Hmm, that's a tough question. Should it be like thunder and lightning related? I said I feel like I feel like that narrows it down. Like if I could say like people have taken a picture with us, but I feel like that would narrow us down too much. So let's just do this. Tweet me a picture of your most obscure piece of Mississippi State memorabilia. All right. Don't just send me your cowbell. Don't just send me a, a poster you have of Dak. I want to see something that's a little unusual. And I'll pick one at random tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, Friday afternoon. And uh, I will get you the tickets. The tickets will be available to you at Will Call. They'll be under your name. You just have to go to the game and pick them up. So your most obscure piece of Mississippi State memorabilia will get you two free tickets to Mississippi State versus uh, North Texas in Tupelo on Sunday. All right. 
let's talk about the game a little bit. Let's talk about this team a little bit. First off, as, as we talked a little bit about yesterday, great news for Mississippi State that Tolu Smith cleared to resume, I guess, a full practice schedule starting today. Uh, can get out on the court, can can have contact, all of that good stuff. Seems seems fair to, to assume that he could be back. I think they played Bethune Cookman on the twenty eighth. Let me let me double check that. They played him on the thirty first. I'm sorry. I don't think he'll, you know he obviously won't play Sunday. I don't think he'll play the game on the twenty third uh, up in New Jersey at Rutgers. But that home game on the thirty first does that feel like a, a a reasonable target date for him to return? I'm be honest. I'd be a little surprised if he isn't back by then. Okay. The fact that he's already practicing, that he's already doing some work with the team, appeared to have been going through a little bit of the warm ups last night, at least shooting around a little bit. He looks like he's starting to feel a little comfortable. And I mean, we're talking about, you know, what, two, three weeks? Yeah, uh, 17 days from today as we're recording. I think that is a possibility, and that would be great to go ahead and get him in. Now, you don't want to push it. You, you do not want to push him back here. Uh, you uh, you know, you need him as soon as possible, and there's really not a whole lot of margin for error, but State can win without him. I think they have, they're have capable of winning without him, so there's no reason to rush him back if he's not 100% ready. But if he gets cleared and he lo- it looks like everything's great, mm-hmm then that would be a great time to get him in there to kind of knock some rust off. Because I do think it's going to take a game or two to get him ready. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'd be that'd be tremendous to to get him uh, back before the uh, the conference schedule begins. So you get, get the game on the 31st, and then you have uh, a, a, a layoff to the 6th. That's the first conference game, and that's against South Carolina. Uh, that's such an odd game. At South Carolina, that is a CBS game. I don't that state's only CBS game of the year is against is at South Carolina, but maybe that game he's not 100%, but then the next two games, Robbie, are at home against Tennessee and Alabama. So yeah, if you could have him back and feel good about where you are with him going into those two games, those are those are really big games for Mississippi State. Tennessee currently ranked 12th, Alabama's unranked. They've had a couple of non-conference losses uh this year. You know they they don't basically they don't have Brandon Miller anymore. They're still a good team, but they're missing that that superstar uh, presence there that they had a season ago with Brandon Miller. Yeah, they definitely haven't looked the same this year. No, no. Um, this team, Mississippi State, it, it really is something to me in that I feel like sometimes I watch them play the, to, this season, and I'm like, man, I don't. Even if Tolu doesn't come back, this could be a tournament team. They're just. They go out there. They play great defense. They they're hitting shots. Hubbard is an offensive weapon, and I'm like, I'm really impressed. And then you have some games like last night. You have some games like uh, uh, against uh, Southern, where I'm just like, you know, it, it goes even deeper than having Tolu back. I, I don't know that you know. Obviously, having Tolu back, you probably win those games just because he gives you some more points. And they, I mean, they beat Murray State anyway. But against Southern, I mean, yeah, Tolu Smith and Lacord is probably worth enough points to win the game. But they just play inconsistently, um, and, and it's it, you know it's it's kind of it's kind of weird when we think of Jans. I, I, last year, I thought the team was very consistent. You kind of knew what you were going to get each and every week out, right? You knew offensively it was probably going to be a little bit of a grind, but you you could count on the defense to show up. And there have been some times this year the defense hasn't really showed up. You know, what, how, how do you grade this team through the first basically the first month of the season? 
I mean, considering that they don't have Tolu and we knew it was going to be kind of a struggle to get their non-conference without losing, you know, maybe three games or so, I think that it's been probably like a B. Just the fact they lost to Southern, it would be an A to me had they beaten Southern. Yeah. Just losing to Georgia Tech after the after Georgia Tech beat Duke, going on the road and losing a ball game without Tolu Smith, you're sitting there at nine and one. I think it would be an A job at that point. But it's it's a B minus towards a C just because of that Southern game just kind of hovering over you right now. And on top of that, you had the game last night where, you know, State could have very easily lost it. Mm-hmm. Now they found a way to win, and that was huge. Just winning that game saves you a good bit of grief going into the season because going into the conference schedule because losses to Murray State and Southern would be absolutely horrific on your schedule. So, you know, with no Tolu, if you can get out of this thing, even with a loss of Southern, if you can get out of this thing um, 11 and 2, I think is what it would be. Yeah. yeah. Getting into conference play, I think you feel pretty good about your team at that point. But, you know, it's not going to be easy. Rutgers has been solid. You're playing up there in New Jersey. Um, So we'll see how that goes. But State's been pretty good away from the hump. So if they they can get out of this with with three more wins here, non-conference and go into conference play with some some momentum, I feel good about this team. But right now, I just do not know about the identity of the team. They don't look like the same – their same defensive self that they've been under Chris Jans. They're kind of up and down there. We've seen some good defensive ball games, and we've seen some games like last night that wasn't so great. I mean, you give up 81 points to Murray State. So the offense appears to be significantly better than last year, and you're going to add an all-SEC defensive or all-SEC post player in Tolu Smith. So I feel like the team has the ability to be a really good uh, ball club this year. But the consistency of it is where it's going to to matter for Mississippi State. Can they consistently put that product on the floor and not have these wild swings that they've had, like scoring 59 against Southern and then 106 against yeah. Tulane? Who has been the more pleasant surprise? I think we thought Josh Hubbard was going to come in and be an, a good instant offense guy, but he he has been better than we thought. I think the same can be said of Jimmy Bell. I think Jimmy Bell was the guy we thought, okay, you know, he can get five, six points a game and five, six, seven rebounds a game. Instead, he's been a guy who's been pretty consistent and been a good double double guy for state throughout this first month. Who's been more who's been a bit more surprising to you and what they've given you so far this season? That's a good question because I I if I if I told you like before the season or that I expected Josh Hubbard to do what he's done as a true freshman. That would be kind of laughable, in my opinion, because I just don't I, like. I just wasn't expecting this kind of impact. Sixteen and a half points a game. Right. He's already at thirty-three pointers in ten games. Um, you know, he's shooting forty-two percent. I mean, he's just been an absolute revelation. And quite frankly, without Josh Hubbard. This team probably has what like five wins right now. I mean, they would they would have struggled through the schedule without yeah. Josh Hubbard. Agreed. At the same time, nine points and nine rebounds from Jimmy Bell has been significant. And we said coming in the season, what do we say? Could you get, you know, 
just a quarter of a half of of what uh, Tolu Smith gives you with Jimmy Bell. Mm. You can he just provide just a half of what you get, and that's basically what you're getting. You know, Tolu probably would average 17, 18 points a game, upwards around a you know a double double a game. Jimmy Bell's averaging nine and nine. I think that you take that all day when you when you don't have your all-SEC guy out there. You have a guy that can provide that in the post. And then Guy Chol has given you some good minutes, too. State's post play has not been a massive hole in the lineup like we thought it could be. So Jimmy Bell has kind of kept them afloat in the post. That's been huge. He's given you 24 minutes a game. That's probably going to be cut down significantly with Tolu Smith. But, I mean, you're telling me now when Tolu Smith goes out of the ball game, you can bring in a guy that has averaged 9-9 nine and nine without Tolu Smith to, to provide some minutes if he's in foul trouble or something. I feel really good about Mississippi State in the post uh, with their post presence in comparison to what I thought coming in the season. So it's a tough pick between the two. But, you know, Jimmy Bell, to me, has been, um, you know, a godsend for Mississippi State in the post when we didn't know what they were going to have with Tolu Smith out. Three non-conference games uh, remaining for Mississippi State. Let me double check that. Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, not not, not counting. Uh, they have one in the in in the midseason, don't they? Or is that no? That's because they did the ACC thing this year. So never mind that. So three games remaining. Like you said, if if they can finish eleven and two, I mean that you got to feel. I mean, wouldn't you have felt pretty good at eleven and two even with Tolu Smith? I mean, some you just drop games. I mean, this isn't you know Mississippi State isn't this isn't you know Duke or UNLV from the from the early nineties here. They're 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 a good basketball team, but dropping a game or two, the Southern game obviously is one that stands out. But if they were eleven and two just overall, even with Tolu Smith, I think you'd be perfectly acceptable. Well, I mean, last year we were just an utter shock. They only lost one game right. in non-conference. So yeah, I mean, it would be. Now the fact that it was Southern obviously is makes it worse. But you know, say they lost instead of Southern, say they lost to Northwestern. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody would have been blown away by that or Washington State. So yeah, I mean, I was saying coming in like, could you could you keep it at three losses? Could you get out of it with three losses? I think you would be in good shape. Now I I think with the loss to Southern, you really need to keep it where it is. Uh, every loss from here on out is going to damage your resume. So can you get out of this 11-2? and two? I think that would be a, a really good non-conference slate when you add in the fact that Tolu was out because the, the committee at the end of the day is going to say if State has a successful conference schedule, they're going to say, well, Tolu Smith is the reason they're having a successful co- conference schedule here because he's probably averaging you know 18 points and 10 rebounds a game. And they didn't have that when they lost to Southern and when they lost to Georgia Tech. So I think that's going to play a factor in the in the overall scheme of things. And at the end of the day, we won't be looking so harshly at that little stretch there. If State can get out of this unscathed and then, you know, put together a solid non-conference schedule. What's the, you know, if I said Mississippi State – you you want to be a five seed? What is the the record they need to have? Let's say they, let's say they get to eleven and two, they 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 went out in the non conference. What does their record need to be in conference play to be a five seed? Hmm. 
Who probably 13, 13 wins, maybe? You need 13. I mean, at that point, you are 24 and 7. I might be a little higher than the five seed, to be honest with you, Robbie. I think I think if you get get ten or eleven wins, right? Because I mean, right now your net's a thirty, so you're 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 if they're seeding off of that, you're you're in the top six. I, th- I think, yeah, thirteen would definitely get it done. There's no there's no question they'd be at least a five seed in, in that scenario. Probably probably even a little bit higher. So well, so last year they won eight. They were eight, and they were in seed. Their non conference, they had no. Like harsh blemishes in it, right? They lost to Drake, and they had some big win. Marquette in there. They don't have a marquee win right now. Right. Northwestern was, and then Northwestern got beat last Bad night. Loss. Yeah. So I don't know. They were eight and ten. I would say at least twelve wins. Okay. A twelve. That, that sure, just feels like a. I mean, twelve. You would be twelve and eight. No, twelve and six. Twelve and six. So you would be if you're eleven and two. You'd be twenty three and eight. Be yeah. pretty good, and your net's going to be pretty high. Yeah, you're going to be you're be in good shape there. So, yeah, no, no worries. So, what's just to stay in the tournament? I think I think if as long as they're around 500, they're going to be fine. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I mean, I don't I don't think that your your resume is significantly worse than it was in non conference mm-hmm. uh, last year, mm-hmm. and you had a losing record. Right. And, yeah. Now. You were on the borderline, so that hurt. But to, I mean, I, th- I think they can get in at five hundred for sure. For sure, yeah. Because I mean, what what is that again? Let's try to do. You know, that, that'd be twenty and eleven. Nine and, and nine, and at nine and nine, you're twenty and eleven overall. You're probably your net's probably still in the thirties. Yeah, you're you're good. You're good at that. Assuming, yeah, it does make sense though. You have to have the the the, the right nine and nine, right? You can't lose to Vanderbilt, who is just awful this year. You know, you can lose to Kentucky. You can lose to Tennessee. You can't lose to Vanderbilt. Uh, South Carolina's actually been a little bit better than you think this year. Ole Miss has obviously been better than you think, although I think people are going to get upset. You know, four shows in a row. Pratt Rogers is going to get upset with me because I I think Ole Miss is a little bit of a paper tiger right now. You know, they they haven't, their strength of schedule is not great. They're winning the games, and, and God bless them for that. But, when they get in the conference, they could play. have. They could be like state was last year, a little bit. But I, I, I think that they're they're not as. I think state last year was a good team that they they, they just went through a bad stretch. You know, getting back to that that stretch, they had they had some games they could have won. I think when Ole Miss gets into conference play, they're going to be in a little bit of trouble. But we'll see. I could be wrong. We'll see. All right, let's change gears here. Let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Who want to remind that beef, it's what's for dinner. If you're cooking out this weekend, if you're cooking for your family, if you're doing some warm or some cold weather stuff, if you're doing taco soup or beef stew, man, there's so many great things you can do with beef. They've got great recipes at msbeef.org, and along with a ton of information about the beef industry here in the state of Mississippi and all it does for our great state. So make everybody in the state happy. Eat a steak this weekend. Enjoy yourself, and remember that beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. If you're going to Two Brothers anytime soon, you're in for a great time. They have fantastic food, great people up in there. One of my favorite locations in all of Starkville, right in the middle of the Cotton District. And again, it's another business that when you support it, 
it supports the Bulldog Initiative. So if you want to have a great meal with great people and support Mississippi State, you can do it at Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now for 49 years. When you need technology for your business, give them a call. Copiers, printers, uh, computers, laptops, information and mailing systems. They've got it all. And then when you need service, when something inevitably goes wrong, you just get to call them back and they'll take care of everything for you. So give them a call today and find out what they can do for you. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, they have the designs, the polos, the quarter zips that you want to get. They've got the logos that you want. They've got great-looking stuff. Just easy, simple maroon and white polos. Nothing crazy, nothing overly done, nothing that makes you wonder, why did I buy that? It's just good-looking stuff. You want to check it out. Head to the Rogue in Jackson or shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Let's uh let's do this uh let's do this little song number here. All right, Mississippi State adds North Texas Center Ethan Miner to the 2024 class. I mistakenly said that was State's first transfer. I have completely blocked Blake Shapin out of my mind for some reason. I, I, I never remember that he's there. I think that the, the the surprising nature of his commitment has as I have not been able to latch him into my mind. But Mississippi State does in fact get. What about the defensive tackle from North Carolina? Well, I was just getting to him. Give me a second, man. What you forgot about him too? What? Why? Why? Why, why are you? Why are you doing this? Why? Why? What's going on here? Why don't you uh, excuse me? Be 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 nice, you know. Just be nice for a change. It'll be okay. Be okay. Are are you okay? Are you okay? I don't know. Why are you trying to stall? You're trying to look him up because you didn't have any information on him because you forgot about him. I remember that I was getting to the fact that he existed. I forgot his name, and I it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> At least you're honest. Yeah, I, I was like, I was gonna, I was like, okay, let's go over this. I'm, and the whole time I was looking for like a tweet about it. I'm, I, I will assume, or I assume you did. You tweet about it. I did. Well, then I just need to go to your feed because I did not tweet about it. Goodness gracious. Anyway, center Ethan Miner, North Texas. Joins the class, as does uh, Kedrick Bingley Jones, defensive tackle from North Carolina. So with Miner, you got a guy who gave you some production in college. He has been one of the top centers uh, in college football over the past couple of years and now coming to Mississippi State. Bingley Jones is kind of the opposite, a guy who hasn't done much in college, but he was a very highly touted uh, high school prospect. So you, what you're hoping for is that some of that he suffered some injuries, and hopefully that his that talent can come through and shine through here. Uh, now that he's the start for working with with uh with David Turner, this is the weekend that Mississippi State has kind of uh, circled for transfers, and there are a bunch on campus this weekend. And we there's a, a preliminary list here 
uh, as reported by Paul Jones of On3 Sports. On3 Sports, uh, Robbie, that, that's the one I keep telling you about. Uh, on top of some MSU commitments coming in, Tyler Woodard coming in, who I'm confused by. Committed to Mississippi State, but he released a top three earlier this week. What? The re- the recruits never cease to amaze me, Brian. I will I will give you I will personally give you a hundred dollars if I know you're married. You're a married man. Your lovely wife Becky. But if you put out a you know, am I married? Facebook page with your top three on it. Your 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 wife will be on there. Maybe one of her sisters and some <laughs> other random girl that you know. I mean, it, it blows. I want to my see mind. what happens. Just if you're going to do a top three, just decommit. Decommit. That the, you, you don't get to be committed and then make a top three. No. That's and you and if you are committed, you aren't a hundred percent open. Right. Like your recruitment is not open. Yeah. That's I'm, what committed means. That's correct. That's correct. But these guys continuously follow everybody else. That does things. They will do anything. They don't know what they're talking yeah. about with in terms of recruiting, and they just they they will do anything for their likes for in, for interaction. They'll do anything. It's just it's really. And I mean, we're like we're not talking about a seventeen year old here. Like he's yeah. he's like twenty now, so right. we've kind of moved past that. My my patience for for uh, athletes now that they get paid is starting to go down a little bit. I'm you know, with you like on that. it now. Now it's like okay, but well, they're no longer really kids anymore. They get money like that. They you know sometimes there's a little criticism that can happen there. Mm-hmm. That's my only uh, rant I'm with for today. You. I'm with you. So Woodard coming in uh, as far as the commits go. Ashun Shepard from East Mississippi is coming in, defensive lineman. Uh, Xavier Gayton from Brookhaven High School coming in. Johnny Daniels, the running back from Colin, coming in. Uh, also, Blake Shapin coming in this weekend uh, from from Baylor, and then you have a good mix of high school. I'm, I'm sorry, of junior college uh, and transfer portal uh, targets, along with a couple of high school or a few high schoolers, I should say. The names that are the most intriguing to me on this list are from the high school ranks: the 2024 defensive back out of Aniston, Jaden Lewis. He was uh, committed to Auburn, recently decommitted, but a pretty highly touted prospect. The tight end out of uh, Grayson, Georgia, Kylan Fox, a four-star tight end. He's committed to UCF. Grayson, of course, that high school might be familiar to you. It's where the Kimdiches went to high school, if that might be familiar with you there. One Uh, of the best high schools in the the country country. as far as developing players. Yeah. And then from the transfer portal, the two names that really stand out to me are Texas Tech receiver Jerron Bradley, who is an absolute you know, athletic uh, freak of nature, big strong, athletic, wide receiver. Had a fantastic freshman year. He struggled a little bit last year, but I think Texas Tech struggled a little bit last year uh, in terms of their offense. And then the name, some, sometimes things just come full circle. Memphis offensive lineman McKaylin Pounders, who you might remember from a few years back, got hook-lined and sinkered by Lane Kiffin on a, uh, oh, yeah, we want to do a flip-miss deal. And, and then when the time came to flip, there was no letter of intent for for McKaylin Pounders. He ends up going to Memphis. He's visiting Mississippi State this week and tweeted out, coming back to where it all began. There's some poetic symmetry in this, right? That That's one state needs to seal up. On top of the fact that he's a really good college offensive lineman. Yeah, he is, and Auburn wants him badly. Mm-hmm. I think it's, a, it's, it's good news for Mississippi State that he didn't commit after mm-hmm. that. 
and he's decided to take this official visit, I think that he does have, you know, the, for, you know, lack of a better term, some Mississippi State in his heart. Um, he wanted to come to Mississippi State after all that stuff went down. It was just a bad time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, didn't, I don't think Mike Leach and company took that very well. Um, you for can't good reason. Leach. Yeah. Why would you, why yeah. would you go right back to that right. after you just got, yeah. you know, they tried to they tried to pull a fast one on you. You, you couldn't allow. So, it, yeah. but I do think that he he loves Mississippi State. He he knows all about the school. It's just about getting to know Cody Kennedy and Jeff Lebby and a little bit of um, Mississippi State's new staff. But you get him, man. I, I think your offensive line's looking all of a sudden looking like a strength. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever you have your your center locked in, a guy that has started at center now in, in college football for three or four years, was the highest graded, second highest graded center in the country last year by PFF. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got several guys coming back that have been in the system, not in this system, but have been in Mississippi State for the last few years on the offensive line that should uh, be ready for the challenge there. So that's starting to look like a better group. And Pounders was really good last year at Memphis. What? This would be a really good pickup. And he's got a ton of offers and uh, interest from around the SEC. So he is a wanted uh, prospect. This would be a huge pickup for State if they could lock him in this weekend. It looks like in total, State's got about 15, 16, 17 guys coming in this weekend. That number could continue to increase. You made the comment, and I've seen other people making it as well, that there are probably some guys coming in this weekend that State has done a, doing its best job to keep under wraps a little bit. So don't be surprised if you see some names pop up or this weekend that you're like, oh, I didn't know he was visiting. That That is probably going to be the case. But kudos to Paul for putting this list together and getting a, a, a basic idea of some of these players that are that are going to be in here this weekend. And, you know, State definitely needs to get some of these guys going because they got to fill this roster out. They got they got to have 85 guys right now. That you know the, the high school class isn't enough to do that. So uh, obviously, you know, keep an eye on Twitter all weekend, and we'll see if uh, some commitments can roll in. Interested to see if if Shapen uh, is able to bring in some of these receivers. They're interested in working with him and, and working with Jeff Lebby. I, I would like to think that they would. But I think they, they they know the numbers are going to be there for them. Um, for whoever, it's kind of like we said t- we said with Mike Leach, right? When when you had Leach as your head coach, you're like, somebody's going to catch sixty passes. Somebody's going to catch sixty five passes. It's the same thing here with this Lebby offense. I think that somebody's going to catch 50, 60, 70 passes. So you know, we'll see who if if State can find out who that's going to be. Uh, this weekend, you expect? Do you would you expect a commitment from anyone this weekend? Um, you know, I, I feel, on the on the number of commitments. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think it can be over. Okay, I, I really feel good about where they stand with Jaden Lewis. I think that's you know they state's been in the game with him off and on. Mm-hmm you know, for a while. And that was a guy mentioned before he even committed to Auburn mm-hmm. as a possibility. And then yeah. he committed to Auburn and he opened things back up. You know, the state has a chance to get him. I think that'd be a good pickup. Yeah. And I don't know about any of the other high school guys, but I do think that we could see, you know, a few transfer port- transfer portal guys. They got, they got their, uh, they got a lot of eggs in the basket for defensive back. They're starting yeah. to really collect a lot of names there, defensive back, um, bringing in a couple of guys there, wide receiver as well. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I like this list. Told people last week, just be patient. There's a lot of names you guys are not aware of right now. State is out there trying to get as many guys as they can possibly get on campus this weekend, and that's what's happening. The list is continuing to grow. High school and JUCO is going to be a huge list and a big weekend for State. We'll see what happens, and we will talk about it on Monday's show. That's when we'll be back. Uh, Like I said, don't forget, tweet at me your most obscure piece of MSU memorabilia. I'm going to pick one of you guys at random. That's at Brian Haydad if you don't already follow me on Twitter. And we will get you a couple of free tickets to Mississippi State, North Texas, this Sunday in Tupelo. Guys, have a great weekend. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.